Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. in reading about red carpet fashion. That's pretty much my main, <laughs> that's main hey, thing. Hey, he got me right out of the gate. <laughs> Live from Studio C. CJ, you're a dimly lit room deep up in the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Hey, everybody, today, brand new week, man. Oh, God dang it, beginning of the week. Who knows what's going to happen this week? This might be the best week of your life. Or it could all come apart. Today... Yo. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Well, I'm tempted to go with Silicon Valley Bank. We'll talk plenty about that later. Instead, our general manager, stupid traditions. I speak of America clinging to idiotic habits, even though they're now irrelevant. Nobody wants them anymore. By that, I mean the time change. I mean the Oscars. The Oscars. The time change. 
Right. I was talking about Who this. wants this stuff? I was talking about this with somebody last night. This is the time change we're complaining about. Nobody in the country likes it, yet we keep doing it. How do you like that? Da, da, you know, pow, pow. Dip, dow. You know, golf courses might like selling a few more uh, twilight rounds or something like that at high school sports. I don't know, but I mean, nobody wants it anymore. It was a noble experiment in something. <laughs> nobody can quite put their finger on, but it's over. I saw Standard this. time, year round. We'll be fine. I saw this tweet yesterday. Did we do it? Did we save the daylight? <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I see historians in 500 years saying, and uh, for a period of two centuries, the United States would change what time it is twice a year. And the students would say, why? Why would they do that? And the professor would say, nobody friggin' knows. Because <laughs> the they kids just kept doing it. Because the kids getting up early on the bus stop or the farmers were something. Saving energy or <laughs> burning more or something. <laughs> um, most of the time... I like to feel like when we talk about big subjects on the show, I have some idea what I'm talking about. Oftentimes, they're topics I like have really put a lot of effort in my life into studying and knowing things about. But the big topic today, I know nothing about. I don't mm. understand a bank failure or any of that at all. I got nothing. I got nothing you know, for you on this topic. Do you know about the liquidity? <laughs> you heard about that? <laughs> It has to do with the rates. Uh, yeah, I've done a fair amount of reading to Good achieve a child's understanding of it, which I think I now have. Good for you, because I, I got uh, none. I, this is all I do have. I know that the Biden administration is going, bending over backwards as I was walking this, watching the Sunday talk shows and some of the shows this morning to try to not let the whole it's a bailout idea catch hold like happened in 2008 and became a giant political movement. Uh, yet you got, you know, the Bernie Sanders crowd and the Tucker Carlson crowd screaming bailout, bailout at the same time. And so, Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out over 24 or 48 hours and whether or not that narrative does catch hold. Well, I'm a fair minded, if nothing else, people know that about me. So I'm, I'm still learning and gathering opinions and trying to process it. But I will tell you this. We have been uh, privileged to be uh, a very, very successful show in the San Jose area, Silicon Valley, et cetera, for a very long time. And we have a lot of friends of Armstrong and Getty there, and they've been uh, sending us emails, and they are not terribly sympathetic toward the tech titans who held enormous amounts of money in uninsured accounts. Right. And uh, you're going to have to explain to me again. I don't have any idea what I'm talking about. So I could say something, and imp- well, here's something I wanted to think about. If I come on the radio and say, go to your bank, take out your money, take oh, out your Lord. money today, this is you, a hypothetical, you might folks. not be able to tomorrow. Is that a crime of some sort? If I were to say that, <sighs> that may be edging close to one of the FCC's uh, causing a panic regulations. It's like if you were to screech something, a war of the worlds ish, we're under nuclear attack or something like that. Again, these are hypotheticals, folks. If you're just half listening, please don't panic. Go uh, to your the, ATM. The bank will oh, not. No, don't, so that don't. would that be a crime? I, I think it might be a violation of, of our sacred FCC rules and regs, for which we are bleeping <laughs> sticklers, as you know. Because <laughs> uh, I thought I just I don't know. Again, this is a topic I know nothing about, and I wasn't that worried about it. Uh, but when I kept hearing during the day there will not be a run on the banks, don't panic. 
I kept thinking, was anybody like running to the ATM over the weekend trying to get their money the out? The only thing that's making me panic is you saying that over and over. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking that I my money was going to disappear overnight. And that I everybody keep cool. There's not a gunman right outside the door. I want to be clear on this. There's no gunman outside the door. Everybody keep cool. What's the only thing you can think? Right, right. <laughs> don't think about a pink elephant. Um, right. uh, and I don't know about your bank, but I think the maximum I can get out is like five hundred dollars on a weekend. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what yeah. I'm going to do. Well, and at some point, we are going to be talking to learned individuals at some point uh, today. I said at some point twice, didn't I? Well, I'm still waking up because of this stupid dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, how absurd is it that the FDIC insures up to $250,000 in the 21st century? Right. Oh, so with the inflation and such. This is what I was going to say, and you got to explain to me how this isn't happening. Again, I don't have any idea if this is happening or not, but is this happening is this one of those deals where people with lots of money get to roll the dice on uh, perhaps kind of risky tech ideas, and if they pay off, they get all the profits, but if they fail, we bail them out? Is it one of those Ding. deals? <laughs> I think it may be quite close to that. And the Washington Post kind of hinted at that, and that's where you get well, the whole Bernie crowd and Tucker crowd coming together. And it's possible that both things are true at once, uh, that what Jack described is the case, and also that if we let it all uh, crash and burn right. and go to hell, Too big it to will fail. cause a huge panic. Exactly. Too yeah. big to fail. Yeah. The important part is, though, that, uh, and we've got some uh, lovely audio from Ro, Ro Kahana, the uh, Congress f- fool from that area, who is speaking about how important it is that we support the banking, the lifeblood of tech. Blah, blah. That's where he gets all his, his uh, campaign contributions. Right. So he's extra concerned about that. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to say. The little guy just gets screwed. That's all I know, huh? How about the story that the CEO of the place took out uh, his pension or whatever he did? His giant uh, sold all of his stock and everything two days before this happened, and they give out all the bonuses. Oh, is that right? I had oh, my or... God. I'm, I'm with you, Bernie. That's unbelievable. <laughs> so, yeah, that needs to be looked into. I don't know. Again, I don't have any idea. We're going to get lots of texts today. You morons. Yeah. I'm, this is a day where I'm particularly willing to take the you moron because I don't have any idea what I'm talking about. As from said, morons, mostly. Yeah, well, from people who know as much as I do, probably. But uh, we should start the show officially because I have walked right to the edge of FCC regulations already. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Monday, March the 13th of the year 2023. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin the show officially. Sleepy headed according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. The show begins at Mark. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor <laughs> and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. Did we do it? Did we save the daylight? Oh yeah, so the Ask the Oscars The Oscars were last night and everything everywhere all at once every time you look at it was the big winner. And I saw that movie. So it's very exciting for me that I actually Not saw yet. the movie that won all the awards. I would be very disappointed if I had written or starred or directed that movie and as particularly if I'm Asian 
because the view from the liberals, and I'm using my finger quotes here, as what listening to NPR this morning and saying, what does uh, what does uh, having three of the four big awards going to Asian actors say about diversity, inclusion among the Oscar crowd now? Insinuating that they got the award because they're Asians and it's some new turn by Oscars as opposed to it was the best movie of the year. And they were brilliant in it. I just find it interesting that you, the liberals, now just took away some of the joy and and, uh, an accomplishment from the Asian winners by sort of insinuate, not sort of, absolutely insinuating that it was like some sort of catching up for misdeeds of the past. Exactly. They're tokens, and it was their turn. That's the view from NPR, which is disgusting. From the liberals. Yes. Yes. I I have no idea what the movie was about. No idea. And you watched it. And I watched it. Uh, it is quite amazing, it's about though. man's relationship with the universe, time, and space. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, it w- but it was striking. I mean, it was a very striking movie. I don't know if I, you know, uh, good, I guess. Uh, very striking that Asians finally got their <laughs> yes, turn. that's what I was thinking the whole time. Thank- yes. I'm really appreciating the percentage of Asians much higher than normal in this movie. That's what I was thinking the whole time. That was a very striking movie. Jamie Lee Curtis definitely stood out as a, wow, this is quite a role. And she won an Oscar last night with for kind of, I think, a, you know, lifetime achievement. Plus, that was a great yeah. role thing. I keep saying I'm going to watch that movie. Judy's out tonight. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. It's not an uh, easy watch. Uh, you know, well, I'm very artsy. Cocaine, so I stand ready to you be watch, challenged. Co- you watch Cocaine Bear, you know what you're doing. You know, it's a bear <laughs> that made cocaine. It's a bear all jazzed up on the <laughs> Peruvian marching powder. <laughs> This one, everything. That's what I paid my money for. That's what I'm getting. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, how does hey, mail? Can I? Yeah. It's, it's fine. Can I? Uh, can I offer a message, please, to Asian Americans from conservative America, at least from my uh, corner of conservative America? Yeah, we assumed y'all are capable of acting and business and math and gardening and. Love and marriage and everything else. You're a human being. <laughs> well, yeah, we're not surprised at all that uh, a movie that had a fair number of Asian Americans would win a bunch of awards because why wouldn't it? Well, and statistically, I believe Asian Americans have a higher income, higher net worth, higher education level, higher everything. So turns out what? y'all are better actors too. <laughs> it's not a shock. Um, yeah, it's funny. I uh, I heard that the that movie won all the awards, and I just thought, oh, okay, that was the best movie i didn't i didn't i was too stupid to think it was because you were asian that it won the, the award anyway uh let's uh, let's uh, we all we got to move on uh how does mailbag yeah. look quite strong very good very good it's up for several awards our text line for your opportunities to tell us we're wrong about various things is 415-295-kftc armstrong and getty Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Oscars joke of the night, and I I, I, I I watched the monologue later. I didn't watch any of it. I just I find the whole thing repulsive. But the best Oscars joke of the night from Jimmy Kimmel was, hey, Tom Cruise and Maverick still has it, doesn't it? Do you see him on the beach in the volleyball scene? Elron Hubba Hubba Hubbard. <laughs> wow. That's a funny joke. Wow. <laughs> you know, now I have comments later. That's a funny joke. That's a darn funny joke. And Kimmel, who just when I think he's just such a obedient creature of the culture of L.A. entertainment, I call it Hollywood, whatever. You know, he did uh, put a thumb in her eye a yeah, couple of times. Definitely did, which surprised me, and I find myself conflicted. I guess I'm I congratulate him. Mailbag. Oh, freedom loving quote of the day. Sorry, I'm very tired because of that stupid time change. <laughs> I'm going with a series from George Orwell, and I've, I'm, I'm considering becoming something like an Orwell, uh, I don't know, cultist, prophet, uh, uh, honk, just to do nothing for the rest of my life but quote George Orwell to the world and right. try to stop this march toward, you know, socialist woke insanity. I've got a special little shrine to him in my collection of books. I have everything he ever wrote. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. Huh. Uh, here's your freedom loving quote of the day, and it's a classic from Orwell. Uh, People sleep peaceably in their beds at night only because rough men stand ready to do violence on their behalf. That's a good one. That is a great that that should be up on the wall in schools. Yeah, yeah, it should. It should. I have I have a weird, uncomfortable, probably ill-advised question for you about veterans and paying tribute to veterans and stuff. Um Maybe maybe next half hour, because I want to get to some mailbag right now. So, so, but you're saying you don't need to run to your ATM and take out your money today because the bank uh, may close. Make- exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. There's no need for that. Please right. don't. 
Please stop. How is this not canceled? It's a book in the L.A. County Library, writes uh, Jared, father of a one-year-old. It is the reactionary, probably racist, Berenstain Bears. He bear, she bear. All right. I am, a, I am a he. She sees me. She is a she. Everybody you hear or see is a she or a she. I can't see it because the print's tiny and small, but I read it to my kids a bunch of times. Yeah. And I would do funny voices, and they would laugh, and my kids were at no point disturbed or transphobic because of he bear, she bear. Please do not use gendered language to, to address everyone. With your talking bears. Here's a nice note from, uh, from Jason. Um, and, and I swear I'm not teeing Jason up for this, but I thought it was a good chance to, to mention something. Hey, guys, love the show. One thing that's been bothering me with all the war with China talk is the national debt. How would it be handled? Would we stop paying the, the off the loans, the interest? Where would the funds come from? It isn't going to be cheap if we're at war with our biggest sugar daddy. We're over $30 trillion in debt, and most of that is held by China. Um, you know, I've heard that a million times, and I will tell you this. China holds between 5 and 7% of U.S. national debt. Between 5 and 7%. Which is an and, extraordinarily high number, given the fact that the total is $31 trillion. But as a percentage, I get what oh, you're saying. Oh, it's an enormous amount of money. Yes, it absolutely is. And according to most economists who I think are, are worth their pay, um, it would be horrible for China. If they like stuck a thumb in our eye, mm. because then we'd say, you're not getting your money back. You're not getting your interest. Remember, they loaned it to us or I'm sorry, they bought our bonds. And so we could screw them more than they could screw us. The big China story is how they brokered that Middle East peace over the weekend. We got to talk about that later. What does that mean? Yeah, it's interesting for sure. Yeah. And, and probably troubling. Uh, nice note here from uh, Ted. At a recent gender-affirming care bill signing, go a governor's guests included a six-year-old trans child. What I can't believe is that the parents at all are totally taking the cue of a six-year-old when it comes to treating them as a boy or girl. Are we really letting six-year-olds who still believe in the tooth fairy make lifelong decisions about their gender? That's a dang well, good question. Only if you're a lunatic, a maniac. We've already gotten some great texts about the bank bailout. Is it a bailout? Or at least the it's bank collapse. Uh, if you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The best animated feature. Ah. And the Oscar goes to Guillermo del Toro's ah. Pinocchio. For performance by an actor in a supporting role. <laughs> performance by an actress in a supporting role. Jamie Lee Curtis! For achievement in directing. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shiner. For performance by an actor in a leading role. Brendan Fazer. For performance by an actress in a leading role. Michelle Yeoh. For best picture. Everything, everywhere. All at once. So everything, everywhere, all the time, anywhere you go uh, is the big winner at the Oscars last night. The the whole concept of awards for art, as we all know, is stupid. It's a, it's a marketing tool, which makes perfectly good sense. You're trying to market these things. It's yeah. a for-profit business. I'm all for that. But the idea that that guy playing a 600-pound depressed gay dude was better than the Elvis impersonator is what? <laughs> I mean, well, I, I thought that? Brendan Fraser deserves the praise for his performance in The Whale because he had to hold his breath for as long as two hours at a time <laughs> during filming. And eat a lot of keel. <laughs> um, how, what? I, but you know, I mean, how do you how do you even? I mean, his portrayal of Elvis was really good and got to a part of Elvis that we know. On the other hand, his being a gay, depressed, g- ginormous person, mm. well, whatever. Yes, this apple is far better than that orange. <laughs> right, right. I just I wanted to retch through that whole thing, and you know, I was thinking about this. Did you actually oh, watch some of it? I didn't. No, this, this is no. the first year I've never seen a second of it. Yeah, I I was traveling yesterday and uh, and could have thrown it uh, on the DVR and watched it, but I preferred to chat with my sweet wife, who I had missed for three long days. Well, one of the reasons I didn't watch it is um, I mostly watched it in the past because I felt like it's something we had to do. It's like mm-hmm. the second most watched show on television every year, behind only the Super Bowl every right. year, and so yeah, I had to watch it. Everybody watched it, and then I saw the ratings on Friday last year. Ten million people watched it. Wow! So it's like a not particularly big hit on Tuesday night at eight o'clock on CBS. I mean, and I don't watch those. So yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, it's funny having seen a clip or two and read an account or two. There are some really nice stories there of people who hung in there for a very long time and finally, you know, had the success come to them that they'd prayed for and blah blah blah. Uh, the, some funny jokes made and the rest of it. But I, I thought. Uh, I finally came to the conclusion, yeah, I can find that stuff elsewhere. 
and not in Hollywood's self-pleased, pandering, disgusting, woke pageant of look how important we are. I mean, it's like somebody saying, hey, at the uh, the Al-Qaeda annual meeting, boy, the headline speaker was great. It's really great. I watched the whole thing. No, I'm, not, I'm just not going to that meeting. <laughs> so what the hell? You're going to explain to us what this bank failure means? Because I don't know what it means. Well, I'm going to try anyway, and then we've got a learned guest uh, at the top of next hour who can analyze it for us. Looking forward to that. Uh, the dispatch doing a nice job of explaining what happened with this Silicon Valley bank, which was at least at one point the uh, 16th largest bank in America. So it's it's a big one. Pandemic era tech boom was very good to the SVB. Interest rates plummeted. Tech valuation skyrocketed. Startups raised a lot of money, and they put it in their local bank, SVB. Customer deposits swelled to $189 billion. Uh, duh, duh, duh. But the bank held assets of companies beyond tech, too. And is, uh, So, uh, like any bank, SB, SVB did a variety of things with that money. Fund and asset management, investing in tech companies, underwriting IPOs, even financing California vineyards and wineries. But it also placed an unusually large amount of its funds, 56%, which is very big, in long maturity U.S. Treasury bonds and mortgage-backed securities. Now, in a low interest rate environment, those bonds locked in a study and safe return, but we're no longer in a low interest rate environment, so their assets were making very, very low returns at a time when interest rates were, were, were shooting up. The value of their bonds uh, was shrinking, so their asset to uh, liability ratings or balances were getting way wonky for a bank and and then people started to demand their money and they have huge depositors and blah 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 so so, so this text might fit in perfect with that then so the interest rate angle of it because i was talking a little bit ago what i want to know is this this a deal where we're bailing out people who you know rich people who are rolling the dice on uh silicon valley venture capital stuff and then when it doesn't work out we have to pick up the tab. That's what I'm wondering as a as a as a dope. But we got yeah. this text. It's even worse than you think. Basically, the Fed knows it has to keep interest rates high to crack inflation. We talked a lot about that on Friday with uh, Tankersley from the New York Times about the Fed and interest rates and trying to choke off the economy and everything like that. Um, so the high interest rates hurt the economy, but it's now protecting banks from those high rates. Correct. So. That's interesting. So uh, this person uh, writes, no joke, this is a pure F Main Street to save Wall Street move. Well, the Federal Reserve and its genius artificially kept rates very, very low. I mean, practically at zero for many years, partly to keep the economy ghost and then the pandemic, etc. And now they're skyrocketing up. And of course, that's, uh, you know, it's causing damage. The Mark Halperin take on it in his newsletter today, although Team Biden wants America to think its actions were exclusively about protecting small businesses and workers with no taxpayer bailout, the Washington Post and the rest of us fiery populists know otherwise, says Mark Halperin. Uh, The move will likely ignite a political firestorm over the decision to protect the assets of tech firms, venture capitalists and other rich people in California. This is from the Washington Post. Again, claims that the decisions do not amount to a bailout, however, are likely to be challenged. While the fund going to the depositors is paid into by U.S. banks, this is a point Janet Yellen made on Face the Nation or one of the shows yesterday, and they've been really trying to make clear, hey, no taxpayer money involved here. While the fund going to the depositors is paid into by U.S. banks, it's ultimately backstopped by the Treasury Department and therefore U.S. taxpayers. 
Now is not the time for the U.S. taxpayer to bail out Silicon Valley banks. This is uh, Bernie Sanders here. If there is a bailout of Silicon Valley Bank, it must be 100% financed by Wall Street and large financial institutions, said Bernie Sanders in a statement. And like Bernard I, Sanders. Like I said earlier, there's also the more populist right, Tucker Carlson crowd, and that crowd that, that, that part of what started the Tea Party that doesn't like this sort of thing either. So politically, yeah, it could be a problem. Well, on the whole, it's going to be paid for by a special assessment on banks. I find myself wondering, how are the banks going to recover that money? Perhaps through higher fees to me. You don't have to be a genius. A couple of quick emails. This is from Al Anonymous. As a former tech executive who still has friends in the industry, I sympathize with the unfair predicament most SVB depositors now face. I also know that 90-plus percent of them are either companies or accredited investors who have to provide proof of significant wealth and a bit of financial competency in order to invest in risky investments. These folks knew about the $250,000 FDIC insurance limit and the implications of ignoring it. They cannot claim ignorance. To leave thousands of millions of dollars in SVB accounts uninsured was reckless and lazy and not something that the banking system should somehow reimburse them for. Um, On a similar note... Guys, Silicon Valley Bank is going to get bailed out. Surprise, surprise. The thing that really frosts my cupcakes, which is a <laughs> great expression. Mike, a great one. Mike in the hoe. Um, is uh, Janet Yellen in Ukraine handing more billions to Zelensky while Rome burns back here at home? If a company like Roku, as an example, is dumb enough to keep $400 million on an uninsured account, then they should lose their money. Anybody with a lot of money can open a checking account with Charles Schwab and have it insured up to a billion dollars. Silicon Valley Bank is an ATM machine for the Democratic Party. I'm not so inclined to bail out these idiots on the backs of my grandchildren. There you go. So interesting. So you got that take from somebody who doesn't sound like a Democrat. And then you got the Bernie Sanders unhappy about it, Washington Post unhappy about it. That's where it gets very politically interesting. You know, speaking of Bernie Sanders, we have uh, some audio from him later on in the show where he's uh, asked about the difference between equity and equality and which one he prefers. His answer will shock you. Will it shock me? It may. I don't know. Hmm. So anyway, we'll talk to a, uh, a, a banking a, a reporter who covers business and banking at the top of hour two to clarify this a little more, and then we can form uh, strong opinions and shout them at each other. So a second bank has collapsed, so there are now two total. This the Silicon Valley one's the second biggest bank fail in American history. I mean, that's not a small thing. Mm-hmm. But now another bank. But so what they were scrambling over the weekend was to prevent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of banks in America and around the world from failing. And yeah. it looks like that has happened? I don't know. Yeah, where this stuff gets really interesting is if these banks were allowed to fail and panic spread across the nation and individuals and companies, funds, investment, uh, you know, the banks, whatever, started uh, calling for their deposits en masse. And has been pointed out, it used to be you had to show up and stand in line and demand your money back. Now you can do it all electronically from your phone in the blink of an eye. So the speed with which that sort of panic could unfold would be completely unprecedented. Like right. 5,000 times faster than it could in the past. Um, the argument can be made preventing the panic was so important 
it was worth what appears to be a semi-expensive bailout of rich Silicon Valley types. And and I'd like to, I mean, shouting populist slogans is fun and it makes you feel good, especially on a Monday. Um, but I do kind of want to, not kind of, I want to understand exactly what the strategy was and, and to what extent I can believe Janet Yellen, well, who, that's... of course, is dressing this up in the most, uh, 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 you know, fair and, and honorable of clothing. Well, you just heard from Wall Street Joe. I'll continue to be Main Street Jack and stand up for wow. What's wow. good? Yeah, good. Says you. <laughs> Thank you, you Bernie. Got, you have Mark Leibovich on the show Friday. Pisses off all the listeners. Oh yeah, it's sort of wild. He did just irresponsible um, guest booking. I will not put up with. You know what? Uh, what I got going for me today? I'm wearing a jacket that has that plastic thing on it that they're supposed to take off so it doesn't beep when you walk out the door. <laughs> that thing that shows the security the, tag, the thing? security plat, the big plastic thing that yeah. you know to keep you from shoplifting. Somehow yeah. I ended up bought this jacket and they didn't take this off. Wow! And uh, and so now I look like a guy who steals from Old Navy, which isn't a good look. Wow! I don't want to be steals from Old Navy guy. I mean, the jacket probably cost twelve dollars. <laughs> Not just shops at Old Navy, but <laughs> yeah. steals from them right. because twelve dollars is too much for a jacket. Right? Yeah. Not just a grown man who dresses in Old Navy clothes for work, but a guy who steals the stuff from there. And if I have somehow offended the third world sweatshop workers who put that jacket together, I apologize. So don't don't those things like squirt ink or something if you try to bust them off? Yeah. So I took one off a pair of jeans one time. First of all, they're really hard to get off. I had wire cutters and pliers and all kinds of tools, and it was still very hard to get off and very easy to cut yourself really badly. But then, yeah, some horrifying ink squirted all over the place. Oh. So I guess I'll just leave it on there and kind of have that I'm a thief look. It's kind of I'm a thief chic is one of them. Well, it is uh, it is kind of the look in California. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No Crime kidding. does pay, idiots. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we got so much stuff to catch up on from the weekend that we will talk to you about. And again, an expert on this whole bank collapse thing for you. And we'll be monitoring the the markets and everything that's going on. Uh, stay with us. Text line if you know more about this than we do. Text line four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, moron, all you need to remove the security tag is a really strong magnet. Oh, thanks for the help. I'll go to my drawer where I keep my really strong magnets and yeah, then moron. this. What? Okay. What a moron. I don't have a really strong magnet. Maybe everyone else does, but I don't. How strong? I don't... <laughs> I'd like a couple that'll keep a postcard on the fridge. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So coming up next hour, we'll talk to George Avalos of the Mercury News, uh, which is the paper of record in Silicon Valley and the surrounding region, about the uh, the bank failure. Also, uh, the, the big, uh, perhaps, diplomatic deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran, brokered by China. Plus, the Biden administration has made a couple of big announcements about a military alignment, the military uh, alliance between uh, Great Britain and Australia, plus a big oil drilling story, all sorts of stuff happening. Uh, join us next hour. If you can't join us, grab the podcast later. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. How many of you listening right now are hooked on gas station heroin, they're calling it? Ah, uh, Gas tell? station heroin. It's a supplement that the that they sell at convenience stores. First of all, don't take supplements you can buy at the convenience store, probably. Right? Just don't buy anything at the convenience store other than, like, chips and, I don't know, some water and a, and a single beer or whatever it is that you need. <laughs> Loose beers. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the pills contain... Uh, uh, some various things you never heard of, and our sold under names include like Zaza Red or Tiana. Are you getting these? They're hawked as dietary supplements. Again, don't get your dietary supplements at the Seven Eleven. Anyway, uh, it's supposed to help improve brain function and treat anxiety and depression. I know if I'm anxious or depressed, especially if it's my kids, the place right. I get the medicine is at the freaking convenience store. I go to the 70 and get me some Zaza Red. Pick me right up. According to a reports uh, a number of different places, they can lead to an opioid-like high, which is leaving some users addicted, experts say. Wow. And the FDA says the products are also linked to overdoses and deaths. Good so, Lord. So if you're doing the Zaza Red or the Tiana that you get at the... I'm looking at the bottle here, and it looks like the kind of bottle that you see at the checkout stand at the Circle K next to the cigarette lighters and the lottery tickets. Again, don't get your depression medicine at the AMPM. Well, I'll get my medicines at the Circle K when my doctor starts selling rotisserie dogs there in the lobby. 
Some days that'd be appreciated because they're always running late. Well, I did this at the convenience store the other day, and I never, I never do this sort of thing. But uh, I was going to get a hot dog at the Circle K. I was hungry. And uh, I got the buns out from the little thing underneath. Does anybody else here ever get hot dogs at convenience stores? They keep the buns underneath to keep them warm. Mm. And I pulled one out, and it was hard as a brick. I mean, it was too, it was too, too, it was not edible by my standards. And I have very low standards. And I actually threw it away and didn't say anything. And I feel like that's stealing, but I don't know. You got you to provide me with an edible, an edible product. It wasn't stealing. It was like volunteering. You were an unpaid employee. You know? Well, I destroyed their bun stock. I destroyed some merchandise. It was inedible. It definitely was. Well, that's what they ought to be doing. They ought to be going through the bun drawer there where the buns have been there since uh, Trump was still in the White House and uh, and, and get rid of the, the crusty ones. I would come out from behind the counter if I worked there and, with my pinky out and say, Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Rockefeller wants a non-stale <laughs> bun for his Circle K hot dog. Let me get that, my good sir. May I steam that for you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is kind of part of the lifestyle, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it I is. Think about it. I think it comes yeah. with the territory. But while we're talking about food, we should get into this more in detail later. The Washington Post with this uh, study, and I saw this a bunch of places over the weekend, they're really thinking these fake sugars are horrible for us. been saying this for years, but they're learning more and more about these fake sugars that are so much worse for us than actual sugar. Yeah, this became clear to me years and years ago, and I'm not an uh, Alterna health news guy. I tend to wait and see to uh, wait till solid science emerges. But, yeah, I've been convinced that those artificial sweeteners are death for a long time. So the food industry, um, because of the way they changed their rules and everything like that, uh, you don't get dinged in the same way for having these non-sugar fake sugars in there. Ah, uh, yeah. So it doesn't have to get a label on it in the same way. So all these all these different products figured out, hey, people love sugar. But if we put this fake sugar in there, we don't have we don't get dinged for it. Like if we had sugar in it. So now bread, yogurt, oatmeal, muffins, canned soup, salad dressing, condiments, snack bars, all kinds of stuff that didn't maybe used to have sugar in it does have sugar in it. There's been an explosion in that in the last few years, all about getting around FDA regulations, realizing that hey, they don't they don't care if we put fake sugar in there. So it's one of those unintended consequences things. The FDA mm. tried to put a label on there so we'd eat less sugar. And what ended up happening is our products have way more sugar, sugary more sweeteners, sweeteners yeah. than they yeah. used to. And it's worse for yeah. us than sugar. Yeah. Great. Isn't that something? Ha ha. Signed margarine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I hope this might be the new margarine thing. Uh, figuring out that this fake sugar stuff is a bad idea. If you miss an hour of this show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
from memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long. Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.